This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back, everyone. I'm really excited to be having this conversation with you today. I've been doing a lot of reflecting lately. I feel like this comes very naturally as an entrepreneur. When you start to look at your journey and you come up into the ebbs and flows of being a business owner. And so the other week, how how this whole recording got inspired is from the other week when I wrote this email to my email list. And I was sharing basically a story about the fear of pivoting and just also giving a really prime example of me experiencing my activation sequence as a way to bring stability to me as an entrepreneur and as a person and so I wanted to dive into this today and just really own some of the pivots that I initially made and to share that I'm pivoting again as a form of leadership, responsibility, being an integrity and forming and also just to really support other people who may feel like they cannot shift how they're showing up, how they're selling, how they're marketing, how they're doing the things that they're doing. And so it's taking courage because I shared how, you know, sometimes when you pivot, you get fucking rejected. You can get called out, canceled, all the things. And it's just not it's just not a good time. So what happened was the other week I was meditating And this clarity came to me. I realized that in December, I had shared a podcast episode where I talked about launching. And it's funny because sometimes I will share things as I'm processing them. I'm definitely not someone who will just wait until everything's in the clear before I share because I think that there's major transformation in and transparency in the process, not just in the end results. And I was talking about launching and I was sharing about the importance, which I still believe in, just acknowledging emotional authorities and reflectors. And I was talking about how I had decided that when I do my offers moving forward, that I wanted to keep them open-ended and I wasn't going to be doing, you know, hard sales or short windows and so on. And it was something that I wanted to experiment with. And I didn't really think, because I'm the type of person, and this is where Define G-Center comes in, it's like, even though this may seem like beliefs, which it is in a way, it's what I immediately identified with it suddenly became the path that I was on. And it becomes very hard to get the fuck off the path when it doesn't actually feel aligned anymore. And so I really processed this and I realized something pretty significant where when keeping things open-ended, if you look at society... It's natural when things go on sale or when things increase in price or something's only available for a certain amount of time. And I think the nuance comes in when this way of getting people to buy comes from the place of manipulation and control and scarcity and like you're missing something and if you don't do this, then you know, you're going to continue to be in pain, like speaking to the pain points, right? And so I've really been looking at, okay, how can I, how can I reevaluate this hybrid approach of having things that are always available, but then the bigger offers that I have are not always open-ended because energetically it also doesn't feel good for me because I like to close things off. And so it was really interesting because when I was meditating that day, 
this became very clear to me the culprit of having a defined g-center and i think those who have an undefined or open g-center you're going to be able to resonate with us in a different way right because obviously that energy is experienced differently when it's undefined and i then all of a sudden i had the clarity of my activation sequence which i'm going to dive into in a minute so one of the things that I notice having a defined G-Center is that once I identify with something, and I think it's also being a generator, it's the fact that my G is connected to my sacral, like it's just, I get into something and then it just becomes like a train, like it's just a one track, like a go and I'm consistent and I do the things and I continue on. It becomes like a magnetic experience as well in terms of the opportunities and the things that come up, but the culprit that comes up is that I have a hard time shifting. It's like I have a hard time looking at identifying with something else. And just to kind of give another bigger out of topic story, prime example is when I played rugby competitively from 2003 until 2015 and I left university and I had identified as an athlete who played rugby for years and I actually went into like a depressive state for like three years around being an athlete because I didn't know who I was anymore it was like such a strong identity and now it's like I feel like this identity comes into my business and how I behave in business and so on so one of the biggest things that comes up for me it's like, okay, this is who I am. This is where I'm going. You know, this is my lovability. This is my sense of direction, my identity, because that's the flavor of the G Center. And so the culprit is like, well, if I'm having a hard time struggling. It's like, well, if I change who I am and the direction I'm going in, will I still be lovable? Will I still be accepted by others? Am I still worthy? Who am I if I get rejected? Like, this is who I am. This is who I said I would be. And so it's interesting because this then started to tie into my activation sequence. So my life's work is 36, my evolution is 6, my radiance is 10, and my purpose is 15. So the life's work and evolution are gates found in the emotional solar plexus. So this is how I like to explore the activation sequence. It's like the incarnation cross of human design meets the centers in human design, meets the pathways and the spheres and gene keys. Like it's just a big old fucking energetic sandwich is what I'm going to call this. So the shadows are turbulence and conflict. So I have been in this energy for several weeks, probably since the end of December. And it's it's been really challenging because these two planets specifically represent the challenges that we experience. And so it's like I'm having a lot of turbulence, feeling a lot of emotions, the conflict is happening internally. You know, it feels like it's happening externally with my environment, trying to like leverage social media and different ways of running a business. Like it's just kind of a pile of shit to wrap it up in a bow. And so then I started to realize that this leads, these challenges, they lead us into the pathway breakthrough, which connects, connects the evolution to the radiant sphere. And this is like the conscious side meeting the unconscious side. So the 10, my radiance, the 15, my purpose, are both in the G center, which I mentioned earlier has to do with direction, lovability, and sense of identity. The shadows are self-obsession and dullness. And this is really something that we unconsciously experience because it's unconsciously defined as the sun and earth. So since I have shared in that podcast episode in December, like, okay, I'm going to keep things open-ended and I'm not going to do traditional launching and I'm doing all these things, I've noticed that 
I have been self-obsessed with what the fuck people would think of me if I changed my direction and what I initially identified with because it's not resonating fully with me anymore. And so this has been really fascinating to contemplate the 10 specifically because the 10 is in the G Center and it's the gate of behavior. That's another title that it has. And it really is about the self, like how you show up, your beingness. But ultimately, who we're being, if you think about the insecure moments we've had in life, or if you know people who shift the way that they're being around certain people to be accepted, it's a form of manipulation, right? And so I was terrified up until this point of me recording this, of being deeply seen, pissing people off and letting them down because I said, you know, I'm not going to launch this way. I'm not going to do these things anymore. And so then this, this fear of like, oh, worthlessness came up. And it's like, okay, well, if you're too much, you won't be accepted. And if you're too extreme, you'll be rejected. And this is this is like a classic example of a defined G-Center. It's like when you have that definition in your heart, you feel like it's too much. Like you need to like pull back and hold it in, which obviously is not authentic. And so in parallel with this internal battle and experience that I've been having is that I'm, I've been lacking magnetism. The things I've been sharing, showing up on social media, like things have been quiet and I've been sitting in this dullness. And so what I, how I describe dullness is like a lack of polarity because polarity is literally what creates magnetism. So when I'm sitting in the shadow of gate or gene key 15 in the shadow of dullness, I ask myself, Kayla, where am I unwilling to go to the extreme? Where am I unwilling to see what will happen if I do this? Where am I unwilling to try a different direction? Can I love myself through the changes I want to make, even if I contradict what I once identified with? And the truth, this is for everyone, it's not just me, is yes. Because in any given moment, we can choose to love ourselves, no matter how we pivot, no matter how we change or stay the same. And I think this matters if you have a defined G-Center or not. But your experience will be your experience. And so it was really interesting because all of this started coming together. And I'm meditating and I'm like, holy shit, this all makes sense. And what came up for me, clear as a bell, is Kayla, you're tolerating sitting in turbulence and conflict with yourself because you're obsessed with being accepted. No wonder there's no magnetism showing up for you. And this is the prime example of me lacking core stability in my business, with my sense of direction, with my emotions, because I've been sitting in the shadows. And I was unaware of this until that moment when I was meditating and all of this started to fall into place. And I started to see the pieces literally come together and paint a picture in front of my face. And so for me, that was the access point to realize how I could shift showing up in my business through the challenges of turbulence, conflict, self-obsession, and dullness, and looking at it from the activation sequence, because then I can go in, I can take responsibility of how I'm showing up, the action that I'm taking, the things that I said, and frankly, that purpose sphere of 15, like the 15 as a gate is known as the gate of extremes, and so when I, I find sometimes I have to go to the extreme to find that polarity and to be like, okay, yes, this is what needs to happen right now. And so it's it's all, at the end of the day, because you're into this human design and gene key stuff, it's all a fucking experiment. 
There's no right way to do this. I might record another episode in three months from now and contradict myself again. And also, if I want to consider having an open Ajna and an undefined head, I only have the 61 hanging out up there and everything else from the head down to the throat is like open. So to contradict ourselves, change our beliefs, like that is something that will happen in business. There's things that I've said and done years ago. There's podcast episodes I've done years ago that I will not listen to again because I'm like, if I listen to this, I'm going to be embarrassed. I'm going to judge myself, but I'm just going to trust that if somebody chooses to listen to this, it's going to be their medicine and it's what they need to hear. And that's another form of self-love is really loving ourselves through the entire process, even when things are great and then they go sour and we're like, what the fuck is happening? Like, that's just part of being an entrepreneur. And so to tie this back into the launching episode that I did and the selling and the marketing and the so on, I've also been contemplating my North Node, which is in gate 13, which is also in the G Center. The shadow is discord, the gift is discernment, and the city is empathy. So your North Node represents the theme of life that we're moving towards. So the shadow of discord is tied into conflict, hostility, disagreement, contrast. The gift of discernment is knowing what is important, what is correct for us, for you. And the city of empathy is understanding and being accepting that there will be differences. So it's interesting because the fact that this gate is in the G center and it's reaching for the throat really shows how this experience of identity, lovability, and direction, they're meant to be vocally expressed. So this is another example of my own embodiment with sharing this process and this way of thinking that I've been thinking about. And so in December, when I shared that I was not resonating with the launch process or having like open or closed door opportunities in business, what I didn't realize is that I was unconsciously thinking that my audience, my future clients, could not discern for themselves what they were contemplating investing in and if it was right for them. So then I was trying to make things as easy and as kind and fluffy as possible to make sure that people would make the right decision for themselves. And so that's one of the reasons unconsciously that I realized, and it wasn't even like when I recorded the episode in December, I was being genuine, like there was nothing disgenuine about that, but I'm just really owning the fucking fact that we can pivot and change how we do and see things in business. And so when I realized that, I was like, I'm going to do launches sometimes. I'm going to do them in a way that may not resonate with some people. I'm not going to make everyone happy, but I am above all else going to trust that people can discern for themselves. And just as a complete side note, what I thought was super interesting was there's been so much conversation in the coaching industry in terms of toxicity and just, you know, scams and shitty coaches and whatever drama and cancel culture comes up. And so I know that people are very aware of things that are not good for them. And I think that at this point, we can't change the behavior of, let's say, the individuals who continue to behave in a way that is, you know, literally not supportive, toxic, whatever you want to call it. But we can surrender to the fact that you as people, consumers, business owners, 
have the ability to discern what is best for you. And now I trust this. People can discern for themselves. One of the things that I really hope that that brings to you as a listener is that it gives you the permission to do things how you want to do things, but also have an open heart. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you're not here to harm anyone. And naturally, what may be harmful to one person may not seem harmful to another, or one thing that seems supportive to one person will not be supportive for another. And I think, again, it comes down to discernment and having empathy and understanding. Like, it's just so fascinating how this 13th gate in my North Node is showing up so strongly for me because it's literally the direction that... I feel that I'm embodying when it comes to moving forward in my business. So one of the other things that I really dove into was the facts of pressurized things in business. Is that when I say pressurized things, I mean open, close, sales, prices increasing, and so on. Pressure has a place in life. Without pressure, we literally could not breathe childbirth could not exist and frankly diamonds are created under pressure like just to add some like sparkly humor right pun intended and honestly if there was no pressure in life we would probably take life for granted because everything would be so easy there'd be absolutely no contrast we'd actually be in the shadow of dullness to be honest because there's absolutely no polarity so with no pressure we could not live but it's a matter of having discernment in what is best for you, what is best for your your clients, and just really taking responsibility and owning that. And so I really wanted to come on here and just share this experience of my inner processing, how this ties into the G-Center, how this ties into the activation sequence. And frankly, it's just something that I think is so powerful as an example of how we can use the Gene Keys in business. And so right now, this is dropping near the end of February, and until February 28th, the Gene Keys Business Guide is on sale. And I've shared about this in my stories and emails, and even if it's past February, you can still purchase the Gene Keys Business Guide. But I wanted to show an embodied example of what it looks like to contemplate your Gene Keys from a business lens, and just how it gave me such clarity to come on and to have the confidence to own my shit and to show an embodied example of what it means to contemplate the gene keys and actually use this in my business. Because now I've seen this. I've seen the shadows and the lack of core stability in my activation sequence, which is the the foundation of my physical experience in life, my physical experience in business. And so this is something that I'm just so bloody passionate about with the gene keys business guide is that it really is a tool for you to have your own realizations. Coming back into your own inquiries, it's not an external thing influencing you on how you should think and how you should do and so on. It's your contemplations. It's you and your business. It's you and your energetic imprinting. It's like, it's such an exciting gift for me to share with people because as a 6'2", I love it when I can be like, here's my wisdom, two line, as a six, take it and run with it. Go off the roof and take it to the next level. Like this is what I'm so passionate about. So in the show notes, you'll find the link. And 
like I said, even if it's after February, it's still available. This is just a prime example of like the structure of the Gene Keys business guide is really going to help you in these kinds of situations where you're up in a rock and a hard place and you're like, what the fuck is going on? And instead of running around with your head cut off, you can look and be like, okay, what are the shadows that I'm experiencing right now in my business? And you can walk yourself through and contemplate your you, yourself to a point of clarity, which is amazing. So I just wanted to give a full picture, give an update on what I've been thinking about, some of the changes that you might see in terms of how I show up. And I just want to be a leader that if you're terrified of pivoting how you're doing something, that there's going to be people who agree and disagree with you no matter what. So you might as well just fucking do what you want and be respectful while you're doing it and to trust yourself. And we are fluid human beings. We're not meant to be boxed in in terms of like what we believe and what we do. So thank you for listening. I hope that this is a permission slip for you today. It's the message that you needed to hear to do what the fuck you want to do and not what you think you should do because that's how you create a sustainable life. So if you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, please take a moment and do that. And if you can take a second to leave a review, it takes like literally one second to swipe five stars on Spotify. If you want to write a couple words on Apple, I cannot stress enough how much this means to me when I see reviews because it means that all of this labor and love that I've been sharing over the last four plus years gets further out into the world to support other entrepreneurs on their journey so i want to thank you for contributing to that because that's what you're doing when you leave a review so thank you so much for joining me and i'll chat with you in the next episode